Welcome back, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. I'm Dave Barfield, and this is the Christ Community Podcast. We are so glad you're here. We hope our show will encourage, challenge, and uplift you with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Today is a special episode where we spend time chatting with one of our new elder candidates at Christ Community Church. I think you'll enjoy it, so let's get to it. All right. Hello, folks. Great to be with you today, and thank you so much for being here. Another exciting show today, because we are continuing to get to know our new elder candidates at Christ Community Church. As our listeners might recall, last week we had one of our candidates, Mike Bergman, on the show, and we got to know him a little bit more, a little more about his family, and today we are equally privileged to have another one, Alan Barda. Alan, thank you for being here today. Hey, Dave. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Awesome. Yeah, as I explained last week, our church and our denomination in particular, the PCA, um, we have a method of electing new officers, and our church family has the opportunity to get to know uh, these officers before the election. And that's what we're doing today. And uh, conveniently, Alan, as you know, there there happens to be a national election going on right now. I don't know if you've heard. I that think there I've is. heard. Yes, okay, yes. so so I just I have a burning question that I want to ask, and I'm sure all of our listening uh, audience want to know as well. But can I get an Alan Barta yard sign? That's what I want to know. <laughs> yard signs. I, I live in the city. Yard signs are very popular. Oh, they look a little true. different up here in Hamilton County, but they're different. How yes. are they different? Are they few and far between, or are they just uh, the, the, different colors? Let's say different colors. <laughs> we'll go with that. I think we know what that means. That's good. Well, anyway, uh, no, I'm kidding. We don't need yard signs because, uh, well, it's not a competition because both of you can be elected, which is great. So bo- both Mike and and you are uh, standing for election, and that's really uh, outstanding. Uh, opportunity for our church. So tell us a little a little about the role of a ruling elder. Uh, that's what the, the position is that you're standing for election for. So what exactly, what are you going to be doing at Christ Community Church? What is it? Well, biblically, uh, the elder is really a, a shepherd. It's a, hmm. it's a sub-shepherd, you know, serving the church. It's Now, not... that's, what, that's what Mike said last week, so you can't use that again. Well, we read I'm a kidding. book. And, but it, <laughs> I'm it's, kidding. It's, it's, it's a leadership role, but in a shepherding that's great. format. Yes, I'm glad to hear that because I I think that really is at the heart of of what a ruling elder does. And God has blessed us, uh, as I mentioned last time, with a great group of elders. Um, we call it the session, and we're excited how God's going to use you in that group. So tell us a little about yourself. Maybe start with your family, and uh, we'll go from there. Married, uh, same woman for uh, 38 years. My congrats! Um, That's uh, cool. We have five children. Um, three through the normal biological means to adopted. So, Mm -hmm. uh, and they're all pseudo out of the nest or semi out of the nest. Yes. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, so you say adopted a couple, um, from this country, from elsewhere. I believe, I know one was from Russia, I think, right? Uh, Two two were from Ukraine. Oh, Ukraine. I was wrong. We've had the Ukraine experience. All right. Yes. yes. We have the scars to prove it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And the emails too. No, I'm kidding. Uh, okay. So, so the Ukraine, that's awesome. And so you say they're mostly, mostly out of the house, uh, college age or Mm, they range, uh, professional one with a business, one, an attorney, uh, one who, works at a cake shop, and two that are finishing up some various stages of university work. Awesome. That's great. All right, so you are an engineer. 
right? People say that. People say that. <laughs> My family says that. They says they say that. Okay. So what 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 do you do uh, from nine to five or whatever hours you? I uh, work at a global aerospace company here in town. Oh, as one does, and of uh, I work in technology, looking for what's coming next. A lot of partnerships with startup companies and okay. universities, that sort of thing. Cool. That's cool. That sounds like. Uh, an exciting industry to be in. And um, I've so I've gotten the privilege, or I've gotten to know, <laughs> it's a privilege to get to know your family through our engage group at church, and mm-hmm. uh, which uh, engage groups are our version of small groups. And it's obvious that God has had you all on a wild, at times arduous uh, journey, uh, as you've shared with us. Uh, so back up a little bit and tell us a little bit about your spiritual journey, uh, you know, personally, and then as a family, the, the path of grace that that God has had you guys on. And you mean limit this to less than an hour? Or how, tell me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, uh, grew up in a church-attending family, like so many of my age group. I'll let people <laughs> guess what that is. Uh, and But it was more of a obligation, less mm-hmm. of a per, far less of a personal thing. We never opened the Bible. We were pretty rote about it. And so while that was good to build some foundations, it de- mm-hmm. didn't bring me into a saving knowledge of the Lord till much later. Um, okay. Um, I, I, I did something that will be broadcast at some point of my testimony, mm-hmm. uh, but it, God used this attractive young lady in my calculus class who mm. eventually became my wife to be my, oh, okay. to not only help me with homework, but to also uh, lead me to uh, a saving knowledge of the Lord. Awesome. And then, of course, uh, unbeknownst to me, all these people who kept popping out of the word work, whether in high school, college, and beyond that, that said, hey, come to this Bible study, yeah. Let me in, and brought me in under their wings. It wasn't me finding it as much as it was the Lord pursuing me and awesome. pulling me into a deeper relationship with Him. That's awesome. I'm reminded of, I think it's the Billy Graham quote, and I'm going to botch it, but it's something along the lines of, uh, for each person that becomes a believer, there's something like 20 interactions with Christians beforehand. The first person that interacted with this unbeliever had no idea that they were interacting at all, at least evangelistically, uh, so doesn't know that the person ever came to faith. And then the last person takes credit for everything, like that person that led the person to the Lord <laughs> says, like, well, look what look what God used me to do. It's like, yeah, but there were... There were other people involved uh, as well, so it's, it's always a, you know, God uses a team, uh, the oh, church. I, I feel that in my first lawn job as a 11-year-old, God used a godly older couple in our street to, to begin that, that dialogue with awesome. me. Wow, that's really cool. That's really cool. Um, so uh, you said your wife was instrumental in your life, and so she grew up in a Christian home, or did she come to faith later? Uh, she grew up in a much more Christian home than I did. Okay. And, but yes, I would say she committed her life early to the Lord, but moving into, uh, I think more of an environment where it was much more intentional teaching and versus just serving kind of walk with the Lord. You know, there are, sure. you know, yeah. I'm getting at, and I think that was, uh, uh, and she had a godly aunt and uncle in her lives mm. who who lived uh, just down the street, and they were influential in bringing her into those into those deeper understanding of what it means to know the Lord and to walk with Him and to study His Word so that you know who the Lord is. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So this isn't your first foray at Christ Community Church, right? As I recall, no, you've been no, here before. <laughs> no, no, we, we were... Uh, we've before been, my time, so yes, we've, our listeners we've been long-time some... PCA members, but uh, at that time... We were here 20-plus years ago, and okay. uh, 
then I had the opportunity for an overseas assignment uh, ah. that took us away for a few years. We came back. We read somewhere a exotic. I hope. Yeah, the middle of England. Oh, so, so, so like, just as gray like, as Indiana. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it it we came back and we yeah. were in a different place in life. So we we focused more about in in the city with a local sister church yeah. there. Awesome. Well, glad to have you back. Although it was before my time uh, that you guys were here, but it's been. Um, Neat to get to know you guys um, since since you've been back. Um, it's cool to hear what God has done, and um, I just I love seeing what how God works in different families and the different paths that He has people on. And sometimes people have wild conversion experiences. Sometimes it's slow over the years, and it's just neat to see the the different ways that God works. That's one reason I love teaching our new members class at Christ Community because we do get to hear different stories about about what God does. So, Alan, I asked this of Mike last week, and I'd be interested to get your take on it. And we know that we know that the year 2020 uh, has been a tough year mm-hmm. for, mm-hmm. well, for everyone, but uh, for those of us that are, that work at churches, uh, for churches in particular, church leadership teams, etc., uh, it's just been tough. And there's this internet meme going around, and uh, I know nothing kills an internet meme like explaining it verbally instead of with a picture, but I'll I'll kill it. I'll do it anyway. Uh, but it's about pastors, and it's um, aging in the year 2020. And at the beginning of this internet meme, it has a uh, it says at the beginning of 2020, it's a picture of, of baby Yoda, you know, all green and mm-hmm. cuddly. And then by the time it gets to later in the year 2020, there's a picture of, of old Yoda all shriveled up and withered away. And I know that many people in church leadership feel that way, that, that 2020 is taking its toll. Um, and God's grace is sustaining us for sure. But I'm curious to know, and this is what I asked Mike last week, but what are your concerns and then also opportunities? What do you see as opportunities of growth for Christians and our church in particular uh, during this time? Uh, My concerns, I think, aren't new. Um, Hmm. One would be the scattering of the flock that's taking place Hmm. because we're just not gathering quite like we used to. Sure, And there are many who haven't gathered for various reasons, and I understand that. I would say the other thing we're dealing with is is sometimes a lack of love mm. within the church during times like mm-hmm. this. The controversies that we see out in public are right. in the church also, sure. and I think it's, it's, it's testing the strength of the body and, and the body's love for each of the members. Mm. And with those uh, concerns are opportunities for growth, which is neat, because God promise to finish the work that he's going to do, uh, or that he began, excuse me. And so how do you think, how do you see you and and Leanne, your wife, kind of uh, stepping into this? I mean, you're stepping into leadership, uh, potentially, in a very difficult time. You know, how do you hope God uses you? Well, I appreciate you mentioning my wife, Leanne. I've seen that in this type of role, it's never the the elder who right. does it all they're 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 teammates with their their spouses who right. have wisdom and knowledge and access and are appropriate for so many different situations that you as a male sure. uh, Amen would fum, would fumble <laughs> or or just not be appropriate yeah. for so I think uh, God has given us a gift of hospitality mm. and so cool. uh, we just finished our second hardscape at our home but we have we have a, a backyard and a front yard hardscape where we've been using it during this time to have couples over families over we're awesome. socially distant sure you know, we do all, all the that, right yeah. thing but in a way that we can get to know them we can minister to them they can minister to us we can build community and 
that's actually had it produced a lot of fruit because there's awesome. some people who wouldn't step into a indoor church building, right. but they're willing to step into our backyard. And, and of course, my wife has done a great job, and I have a landscape son, to create a beautiful environment that is just so welcoming and inviting. That's awesome. Yeah, I can echo your your thoughts about a godly wife. Uh, she writes all my sermons and uh, does most of my work for me, so that's <laughs> that's great to hear that we're in the same boat. And yeah, that, I mean, so you guys have been a part of our Engage group, so we've experienced uh, kind of that hospitality indirectly, because although it's been at our house, you guys have come over and and brought food and kind of, uh, you know, hospitality on extension, which has been great, great to experience uh, Leanne's cooking that way. <laughs> well, I married a Southern gal. We're from the South. Yes. So they, they some of them still know how to cook. I, I, will I get in trouble for that? Sorry. I don't know. No, okay. probably not. <laughs> okay, I don't thanks. think so. It's just between us, so I right. think it's fine. Yeah. No, that's great. My parents were Southern as well, and uh, I grew up on Southern food, so I can wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, That's great. I'm I'm glad that you see Leanne as being integral to to your role as an elder, Um, and it's been neat also to get to know at least two of your kids, Svieta and Paul, that are are still here, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's been neat to see God's work uh, in their lives, His work of grace in their lives as well. Alan, this has been fun. It really has been. Anything you'd like to share? Uh, anything else on your mind or heart that you'd like to uh, pass off to the to the church family? I would have to say that uh, no. This is off the top of my good off the cuff. We like off the cuff. Yes, is uh, I, God has given me an appreciation for the importance of the body and how important yeah. we are in this world that we're living with, and the importance of us caring and loving Mm. and showing grace to one another, walking beside one another, sometimes challenging one another. It's a beautiful model that the Lord has given us, and and I really am excited to be here at Christ Community because you have such a rich mixture of people, the Mm. old, the young, the the well-established here, the new. It's it's beautiful, and I think it represents the, the beauty of God's kingdom. Amen. That's a great perspective to have, and I agree wholeheartedly with uh, that description of Christ's community. We've got all demographics and perspectives here, and it's been neat to see how... We're even an international church in so many ways. Yeah, we too. are, it, it, up to the highest levels of leadership, and we, we have uh, multiple uh, transplants from other countries here. <laughs> I'm a Texan. What, is a Tex- that? what does that mean? I don't know. it's another country. I <laughs> yes, think Texans yeah. claim that Texas is its own country or something like that. So we've got <laughs> Lebanon, Nigeria, and Texas represented on our on our elder session, which is fantastic. Anyway, thanks again, Alan. Uh, this has been great, and I really appreciate you being here today. Thank you. As we close, we want to pray for the Spirit of God to work mightily in our church, in our lives. We believe that God works through prayer. It's one of His ordained means to accomplish His goals in this world, and so I invite our listeners to pray along with us, if you're able. Alan, why don't you go ahead and uh, start us in prayer, pray for our church, and then I'll close by praying for you and your family. Glad to. Oh, dear Father, thank you for the beauty of the Bride of Christ. Mm the body, the one that you've placed us here in at uh, 131st and Gray Road, Christ Community Church. Mm. Pray, Lord, for the body to care for all parts, that we would not diminish the value of anyone, whether whatever their role might be, that we would love those who are near and far, those that we haven't seen in a while. Mm. Would you give us the prompting to reach out, check on them, pray for them, mm. 
uh, care for any needs that might be out there. Pray that you would be glorified and honored in, in the way we do love and care for one another, that it would be a powerful witness to the world. We do pray for the leadership. Um, there's so many things going on, so many decisions that have to be made, and we, we, they need your wisdom, Lord, so that they may lead this, this church, this body, in a way that is honoring and pleasing to you. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, and as I continue praying, we just uh, give you praise for your work of grace here uh, at our church, um, the many ways that you have grown us during this time. You've used difficulty to refine um, your people, and so we give you praise for that because it's shown us Jesus in new and fresh ways. And Lord, we give you praise for bringing the Barda family uh, to our church. We thank you for the work that they've done in unofficial ways, uh, just as being church members, and now um, as you have a role for them to serve uh, in an official capacity, we are grateful for that, and we ask that you would bless them, Lord, that you would bless them with great grace and fruit of the Spirit, that they would be filled with joy and peace. Um, Lord, also that you would protect them, Lord, as, as Alan steps into this role, he um, becomes uh, fair game, as it were, for the uh, attacks from the wicked ones, so we pray that you would protect him and his wife and their family from the attacks of the wicked one, and that they would have a wonderful, fruitful ministry here. As Alan has shared about shepherding, Lord, I pray that you would continue to further this um, uh, heart uh, desire that he has to shepherd uh, your people here at our church. Lord, we just thank you so much for the great shepherd, the Lord Jesus Christ, and how he is uh, working in our church and in all churches around uh, the world that are following him. We are grateful for the, the promise that he has that he's going to build his church and the gates of hell won't prevail against it. Uh, Lord, sometimes this year it seems like <laughs> the gates of hell are shaking and almost uh, winning the day, but we know that that's not happening. We know that Jesus has all authority and he's doing exactly what he uh, intends to do. And so we commit our church, the Bardas, all of us to you and ask that you direct us and that you fill us with your spirit. And we ask all these things in the great name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for listening. If you've enjoyed this, we invite you to share it with family and friends. To learn more about our church, visit us online at ChristCommunityCarmel.org and join us again next week for the Christ Community Podcast. Until then, the peace of Christ be with you. And also with you. Amen. And God bless.